Wednesday, June 9th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears. This is Peter Bergman on the road for Radio Free Oz, and I'm at the Creep Air Force Base in the Doom Room. That's one level under the Situation Room at the DOD MGM Grand somewhere in Nevada. And with me is Colonel Bob Nutz, drone commander and showrunner here. Is that right, Colonel Nutz? Laugh at my name and I'll have you drone. Uh-huh. Ha ha, just kidding, soldier. I'm not a soldier. Everyone's a soldier when our country's at war. Yeah, right. Well, okay, what are we looking at here on these two big video monitors? Well, I went over there, that's AFPAC. AFPAC? Afghanistan, Pakistan, it's all one big show now. Well, can we listen in, Colonel? Sure, that's Kiowa 84, it's hovering down the Kabul to freaking nowhere highway. No, I'm not seeing any sand jockeys down there, Bob. Look, uh, let's get back to this uh, this waiver here and the free up the ship papers. Uh, we really have to work this out. The bonus? What about the bonus? Well, it isn't strictly for signing the PTS waiver. I know you can get sick, but free up the ship. Look at graph uh, 3024. Yeah. It says uh, fly times, times cultural relations, times, you know, we can make a fortune. Can I talk to him? Well, sure. Say, soldiers, can you tell the RFO audience just what you're watching down there on the road? We are hunting rabbits. Um, detergents. Insurgents. Happy hunting, boys. Now, over there, Mr. Bretman, you can watch uh, Mexeriz. Wow, hi, Def. I can see the slats in the border fence. Yeah, they can get through those slats. Well, how? Blow a hole in them. Oh, look at this. They can just ramp up over the damn thing with one of their high-rider SUVs. Wow, there's 50 people coming over the fence. What do you guys do now? We drone them. Now, we're not allowed to drag them. We just drone them. We drone them into the hands of the... Here they come, the Hintville National Guard. Yeah, there they are, just breveted right there to the big fence. That sounds painful. Hanging your body across the border is the least you can do for your country. Yeah, well, okay. Well, thanks for the tour, Colonel. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, what's that? Captain, I got 12 possible insurgents at the Shake Shack down there at Click 343. I'm confirming, I'm confirming how they are. Well, I can't tell if those are burkas or rocket launchers. All right, we have a crowd of presumed terrorist, militant, insurgent, alien. Requesting orders, requesting orders. Ah, hellfire. Show them who's boss. This is Peter Bergman on the road for RFO, and I'm out of here. Yeah, they're droning them and dragging them. Afpac and Mexeriz. Mexeriz. Big. Mexeriz. Yeah, big, too big, hot. Mexeriz, I think of Mexeriz as, uh, you know, being a high-low rider. It's got painted flames on the side. Nothing can stop the Mexeriz. There it is. And Certainly not some phony fence. Now, the thing is, can we put the Mexeriz up against the AFPAC? Well, that that's to come. But we won't have to worry about that this weekend, David, because you and I, joining the other two fire signs, are going to be hitting Portland for two days. Yeah. That being Friday and Saturday, and then on to Eugene on Sunday. Well, it was a brand new experience for me, partly because I'd missed the email and partly because it was a big treat, but I was on a couple of uh, Eugene area uh, radio stations today and uh it was it was great being back on the radio one guy this one guy said you know i moved up to oregon i went to broad you know columbia school of broadcasting whatever it was and i moved up to oregon and i never left i said you're in the right place man you know and 
uh, it was on like a CBS show, a CBS network show. It came out of Charles Osgood and went into all these local commercials. And it comes into Radio Ray. And I said, man, that was just like listening to a Fireside album at Station Break. Did you write it? Absolutely. And, and Eugene, I, I went up there and I never left. How many people can say that? I mean, I remember when the Eugene bus came down to the Apollo when we were playing in Portland a few years ago. And it was, you know, Keesyland, right? But yeah, they weren't absolutely. dosing anybody. They were just playing all kinds of retro music. You know, our <laughs> rock and roll by now is retro, so it was retro music. Totally retro. And Portland, yeah. you know, in addition to having the greatest bookstore in the world, we're yes. going to be down there for actually three nights. We get a chance to prowl yeah. Powell's for three Prow- days. Yeah, pr- prowling three days. Powell's. That's good. Three days. So that's exciting. Yeah, we're going to be at a big, beautiful theater inside some sort of major your center they'll probably have an opera going on next door you'll you'll know the difference and uh we invite you all to come down and uh take a look portland baby portland yeah looking forward to that always like to go into the oregon space because you know up here in washington we're we're like too close to canada you know we've got an attitude up here down in oregon they're they like it to rain. They love that soft moss. It kind of grows around their toes down there. You got to love them. They're laid back folks. Yeah, they're, they're hobbits to the soul. Uh, by the way, if you want to know how to get tickets for our show, we're being totally commercial in this opening because, hey, we're on the road so rarely. Go to firesigntheater.com. And, uh, or you can come up to no come up to the radiofreeoz.com uh, homepage and you, you can get a hot link to firesigntheater.com. And do it now. So we may have this oil spill till Christmas. Or for 10 years. Or forever. Well, some people say, where is it? I don't see it. You know, they think of an oil spill and they picture a black tide engulfing beaches and drowning shorebirds and sea turtles in crude. Well, certainly these are the images from the Exxon Valdez accident, which spilled like 11 million gallons of oil into Alaska's Prince William Sound in 1989. The oil escape from the tanker eventually coated 1,300 miles of pristine Alaskan coastline and covered 11,000 square miles of ocean in an inky slick. The Valdez disaster was the biggest spill in American history. Until now. Since April 20th, when the Deepwater Horizon oil rig exploded, killing 11 people, and triggered an underwater well blowout, at least 20 million barrels of crude, and counting, have poured into the Gulf of Mexico. And yet, where is all the oil, Daddy? I mean, where is the disaster? This is what makes the Gulf of Mexico spill so much more insidious than that of the Valdez in Alaska, and potentially much more destructive. The oil leaking from the broken well at the bottom of the ocean is everywhere, but nowhere you can see. When a tanker spills the entirety of its contents on the surface of the ocean at once, creating an avalanche of crude, an immediate and horrific photographic images immediately appear. The Gulf spill gushes continuously out of sight, you know, almost a mile below the ocean's surface. The busted well is a fountain that the Obama administration recently admitted could flow uninterrupted until August. And just might, and just might flow longer. Think of it less as an acute trauma than a chronic progressive disease that doctors can diagnose but cannot cure. So, where is the oil hiding? Scientists say some of it is spreading underwater in plumes that extend thousands of feet below the surface. But BP CEO Tony Hayward, let's get ready for Tony, well, he disputes those claims because he's such an expert. He says, the oil is on the surface. Hayward said while touring a staging area for cleanup workers in Louisiana, he said there was, I'm going to make it more English, he said there was no evidence 
that enormous reservoirs of oil were suspended undersea. I think I made him a bit too Australian there. However, two independent university research teams from the University of South Florida and the University of Georgia have reported direct evidence of underwater oil. Samantha Joy, a marine scientist at the University of Georgia, has been aboard the university's ongoing research voyage in the Gulf, so says Time magazine, and reported that the team could see oil in water samples collected from 1,000 feet below the surface. But seeing is exactly what will be hard to do with the Gulf spill, now and in the months ahead. The oil underwater will do untold amounts of damage, even if it is invisible. Quote, it's out of sight and out of mind, but it will have a huge effect on the marine life that oscillates in that zone, said Doug Rader, the chief ocean scientist for the EDF. You can't see it. But it's there. I like that that metaphor. It's a disease, a chronic disease that we can diagnose, but we can't cure. David, uh, we're talking barrel apparel now. Barrel apparel. Yeah, Clean okay. Energy Works is 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 going to have a big um, pro energy bill demonstration in sixteen states, okay. including Capitol Hill, when the senators come back, mm-hmm. if they if ever they ever come, ever back. come back. Yeah. Now here's here's how you make your own oil barrel costume. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I'll take my shirt off. Okay, all right. Okay, I'm ready. I'm yeah, for, ready. Well, you're going to need your, for each need? barrel. You're going to need a, a one Fiskers kangaroo pop up barrel bag. One Fiskers kangaroo pop up. Can got to go to Mutt and Smuts for that. Yeah. Go, okay, but uh, a can of white Krylon fusion for plastic spray paint. Oh, okay, that's good. Two 24 inch bungee cords and a sheet of 11 by seven thick stock paper and an exacto knife you got it all there okay got yep. Yep. Right, step got one knife, right got the whole thing all right in a well-ventilated location do you think we're well ventilated well is the studio, studio pete but i'll stand back from the microphone all right so we'll uh, spray paint the barrel black okay, okay. here we go uh, very good very oh, yeah. good now now, yeah. now while the paint's drying uh-huh Cut out those large handles nice and attach them. Stuff. It dries like that. Well, yes, cut so. out the handles and okay. attach them to the that, barrels. That, that. Yep. Or attach the bungee cords to the small loops at the top of the barrel. Yes, yes, the bungee cords to the top. All right, now I'm going to lower the barrel see. over you. Okay, right. well, now right. And since right. the barrel's dry, now yep, I'm going to yep, put yep. the stencils <clears throat> that I downloaded from the organization on the front. Okay, got a stencil and, here. All and right. a front on the back, and then I'm going to spray them. Okay. There's the front. Oh, it's cold. And that says, plug the hole. Plug the hole. Okay, wait a minute. Spray that one. Okay, there we go. With BP slime balls. And then it says, go cause trouble. I'm going to go and cause as much trouble as I can. Me and my barrel.